another episode of Men in Marriage. I'm here with a special guest, Mr. Xavier Darter. He is the Mercedes-Benz luxury auto coach for mine. Uh, he works at Mercedes-Benz of Music City. Welcome, Mr. Xavier Darter. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. I appreciate you for coming on. Again, I'm your host, Lamar Dixon. Uh, we're going to be asking Mr. Xavier a set of three questions, as always. And then after that, we're going to have a little discussion and open dialogue. Is that okay with you? Okay with me. All right, brother. Well, let's, let's go ahead and just jump right into it then. All right. So first of all, can you tell us uh, how long have you been married? Well, um, I've been married for going on 15 years. Uh, it's going to be September the 27th. Okay. That'll be our 15th year anniversary. And uh, of course, we've been together for 16 years. Thing is, I, I, I could tell after one year that I was like, oh, wait, that's that's my wife. You know what I mean? <laughs> After you you've met a million people, you know it it shouldn't take that long to figure out you know compatibility. So right, right. It, it didn't take us long. Well, good. It's good to hear. And so, I was like, I don't want her to get away. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the main reason, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. So uh, I'm going on 15 years of marriage. That's good. That's great. Um, again, I'm, I'm seven years for myself. So you have a lot of marriage wisdom. I'm going to say. Right. Um, so this would be a good conversation, I think. So jumping right into one of the first questions is, what were your expectations before you got married? Of, you know, of, of marriage. Right, right. So my expectations was like a lot of people maybe have had, and it was more of a traditional way. I'm thinking, okay, going into this marriage, I'm going to have to provide. Um, my expectations were you know, the whole thought process of, hey, the woman's got to, you know, take care of the whole house. She's going to have to, you know, clean, you know, cook, you know, and do all these things. That was my expectations. You right. know, I, I just, I, that was kind of what I'd always seen. You know, you see it in TV shows, you know, from years ago, how, you know, that's just kind of how everybody had a role, right? But the reality is, you know, as I've been married for 15 years, I understand, hey, women got professional occupations, you know? Right. Just, they may work just as many hours as you do, you know? Right. So right. then what? You know, it's, it's a whole different world we live in. You know, you got some situations where the man is at home and a woman's out, you know, working because she has a more, uh, you know, you know, a better type of occupation that's right. yielding more right. income. So. Right. You just never know your situation. Absolutely. So I, I, I'd say previously before I had the same expectations growing into marriage, the same as you, because that's what I saw growing up. So that's that was mm -hmm. well, kind of sort of what I saw growing up, but that's what my expectations were. Exactly. So, right. right. So same as you, as you were in actual marriage, you, you get to quickly understand that that's, that's not reality. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not reality, you yeah. know? So, you know, and, 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 you know, the cool thing is, you know, being with Kristen as long as, as we've been together, I've been, you know, the thing about marriage is, is that me personally, I've learned, well, at least what's helped me and Kristen is, is that we've always continued to dream together. Mm. And that's more stand in sync with each other in terms of what your future is going to be. We try to continuously dream together, plan together, you know. Because that shows that you're on the same page. I mean, right. you're, you're constantly, um, you know, you know, 
bouncing off ideas and, you know, continuously making sure that that person you're with is happy with their lives and what their expect what their goals are, you know, what they want to accomplish in their lives. And it's not just centered around one person. Right. I think, you know, a lot of times people get married and then one person is still in that mentality of a single person, like was well, me, me, me. It's all about me versus, hey, what is, what are we going to build together? What are we going to plan together? What, you know, and it just kind of, it keeps things, you know, fresh. And, you know, one of the things that me and Kristen are starting to do is really try to date more, you know, continuously, you know, and with me, it's like, I want to date my wife. I want to continuously do stuff that, uh, you know, that I, I want to, I, I, man, I'll sit back, like, literally, I, 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 I said a prayer. I was like, I prayed to God for him to help me to, 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 when I think of her, to have that energy I had when I first met her. Mm-hmm. And, and to have it even more, you know, have a better energy about myself. Because the thing is, if you are into a routine type deal when you're in a marriage, then you'll, you'll finally get to that peak. And then we all know that when something peaks, there's always a decline. Right. And the thing is, I don't, I don't want to ever peak. I want it just to keep, to keep climbing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. the way to do that is, is, is to stay, you know, growing together instead of growing apart. And I no, think that's I, what happens to a lot of people. It's not that people don't really love each other or, or want to be with that person that they met and they loved years ago. I think what, what we fall victim to is we don't grow together. You know, people, you know, they, they get off. So it's a, that's, that's my thing. You know, that's what's helped us throughout all these years. No, that's, that's, that's good info, man. You, you, you dropping some wisdom. Like I said, you was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all, it's, it's all God's been with me, man. That's, that's right. So, yeah. so that leads into the second question then, uh, okay. which is not that you're married, even from day one all the way till today, like what are your expectations now that you're actually in the marriage? Well, my, my expectations now is, of course, uh, when it comes to um, things like security for the family, I know that that's my job is to always create that blanket of security for my wife. I don't want her to ever feel that, you know, we're going to be on the streets, you know, or we're not going to have food on the table for the kids or, you know, just we're not going to get there. But the idea is I want to always keep her feeling secure, you know what I mean? And protected. That's kind of, for me, that I understand that's my role. That's the, that's my role. But far as just, you know, some of the, you know, the things and expectations in the marriage now, it's like, I expect, of course, for my wife to be on the same page as me whenever we're disciplining our children. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that where I feel like as a married, you know, couple, you got to be on the same page when it comes to the kids. But when it comes to the discipline, we are really not like a traditional type family. I mean, when it comes to the kids, um, I know that my wife's going to let, you know, my son get away with murder. I know she's going to be a little hard on my And vice versa. You know, my son, I'm a little bit more on Bryce's case. Like, no, you know, I explain to him why. I don't just tell him, no, don't do something. But I try to explain it to him. I just know that my wife's going to make sure that I'm eating, you know, she'll take care of me, give me some food, you know, you know, even though it's not like something that I'm, you know, stressing her about as far as, you know, cleaning a home. I feel like we do that together. I feel like the whole money aspect, you know, I feel like that's really on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get to a point where if she didn't want to work, she doesn't have to, you know what I mean? So my expectations is still for me to be the provider. You know so, what I mean? so, so what I hear you, what I, what I'm hearing you say is basically, 
the expectation that you had before marriage was, you know, you expected the, the traditional roles of man and women. But right. as you got married, your expectations has grown to mm-hmm. you putting more expectation on yourself than you yeah. have, you know what I'm saying, on, on her, I would say. So exactly. The exactly. expectation that you're putting on yourself is to, to make sure, like you said, make sure that the, everything is provided for and you're creating that, that sense of security, which is great. I, I like that. Yeah. And, and my, my thing right now is I just want to celebrate her. So mm-hmm. my wife says to me, hey, I want to do a job. I want to, you know, I want to help contribute to our financial well-being. I'm all for it. I mm-hmm. tell her, you go out, you shoot for the stars. If you fucking come back with the moon, you shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's like, it's like the pre- I don't want the pressure on her. I want mm-hmm. her to be at peace so that when, when I'm home, my home's at peace. My right. children are at peace. Right. You know? And I explained to Chris and I'm like, you know, if you, you can do something, do what you love. I want to provide uh, an, a, basically the, the cushion for her to be able to just, you know, thrive as a person. And I know I'm talking more about her than I am about myself. But the, the thing is, when it comes to the, the marriage, I feel like I'm being better for her. Mm-hmm. And for her, it's her living for me. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So if, if we focus on being a better spouse for our spouse, then we have no time to criticize because we're focusing on, hey, what am I doing to take care of her? Because when I met Kristen, I wasn't looking at her flaws. You know, if she had a flaw or something, hell, I didn't even see it. I wasn't mm-hmm. even thinking about it. I was right. thinking about what am I going to do to win this woman's heart over? Think mm-hmm. about that when you first start dating a woman. Are right. you focusing on all her flaws? When she's already blown you away, when you met her, you spoke to her, when you met your wife, your beautiful wife, Lashan, when you met her, I know any flaw she had, you didn't think about that. Right. Because you weren't focusing on that. Right. Because you knew from meeting her that, hey, this is the woman that I want to spend my life with. That's right. I don't know how long it took for you, but when, when I first met Chris, I was like, well, who is that? <laughs> and then, you know, it, you see a lot of beautiful women as men. And then when you meet them and engage with them, then you can determine compatibility. Right. And I, I just, I had never experienced anything like her. And I, right. I still have. So for me, it's like, you know, I want to just be better for her. Cause I, I, I read somewhere or I don't know what, what it was I saw. It was maybe someone told me, or maybe it was um, a passage or something that I saw, but it was talking about like, you know, men and marriage and how we're supposed to, I mean, and spouses in general, you need to focus more on them in terms of, you know, you do do what you can to be the best husband for, for her and vice versa. She does what she can to be the best wife for me, you know? And she, I know there's things that she struggles with that maybe she wants to be better at, you know? And, you know, cleaning is probably one of them. <laughs> but, you know, I was like, I said to her, I'm like, hey, we need to hire a maid. You know, let's just make more money. We'll hire a maid to come in here every two weeks or something. Right, just kind right. of, you know, clean the whole house up, you know. But we don't really have those issues. I think some of the issues we did have early in our marriage was like me. I'm thinking like, oh, the house has got to be, you know, spotless and all this other stuff. And then when you get kids and you're in, in the trenches together raising them, mm-hmm. it's hard. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You, you both have careers and then you, you have kids. Yes. Extra yeah. activities. Yeah, it, you know, time gets it's away hard. from you. So, yeah, I, I, right now, I guess my expectations is for my wife to be my social director, because that's what she is. I expect her to to help uh, 
you know, organize things for the kids, like far as like birthday parties. I mean, she's the organizer in the family. Right. So I think what, what me and Kristen have done throughout the years that have helped us to be the best teammate, you know, the best team is to basically figure out what it is you're strong at between the two of you. And you let that person lead in that direction, right? Absolutely. So if you're better at, at, at setting up, you know, activities and things for us and all that, that's all you. But I'm better at taking the trash out, <laughs> fixing shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Come on. You know, we got our roles. You feel right. me? Right. So I think, I think what everyone, you know, there's no cookie cutter approach to marriage. If there was, it would be published everywhere and someone would be a billionaire right now, right? Oh, absolutely. Everybody would be happy. Building a freaking, you know, a freaking spaceship with Elon Musk right now, you know, yeah. racing with him to see if he can get up there fast. But, you know, that's not the case. You know, every person is different. So, so every couple is different. Absolutely. So I want to I want to go back to what one of the couple of things that you said, actually, one of them being that you was being uh, you're being a better people or a better spouse for each other, which right. I like because in the previous yeah. episode that we also talked about was like with with marriage comes, you know, as time goes on, the longer mm-hmm. you're married, the more wise you are. You get to understand the ups and downs, what buttons to push, what buttons not to push. And one of the things was, it's like, would you be willing to compromise or change for your spouse? And the, the answer to me is, is a solid yes, 100% of the time, because you also, you want to change and be a better person for your spouse. So right, right. What, right. You, what you said basically just brought that back to my memory. <laughs> share, share that with you. It's like, yeah, you, you're spot on when you say yeah. that. I mean, 100%. Because, like, look, Krista made me a better person. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously. Like, my best friend, he told me, he was like, dude, he was like, man, thank God for her, man. Because, you know, she, he could tell from, like, you know, previous, I mean, I, my best friend, I've known him from, you know, we were in, like, junior high, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, when with your friends that you, you know, known for years, that they know, they've known you way back when you were this person, and they've watched you grow. Right. And with him, he's always said, man, you know, you guys, I've, I've just seen the man you become, man. You know, I'm just proud of you. I'm glad that, you know, God brought her to you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So for me, it, it's, uh, I got to, you know, I got to return that, that gesture, you know, for my right. wife, I'm always trying to make her better. I help her to be better. You feel right. me? Right. And, and, and I, I don't, I'm, being a Virgo, we can be a little pushy, right? So I've learned how to just, uh, to just, maybe just give her, you know, some info out there in the world, like, hey, this is probably something good that maybe you could do. And, you know, and I just kind of try to let her be herself, you know, and if she wants me to help her, I'll help her. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, I'm just, I'm just glad that I figured out, you know, my position and how I can, you know, navigate through this marriage, because, you know, everybody has ups and downs. And we sat back and we look back at the times where we were stressing about things that we can't even remember about you know right. we, I, there's there's arguments we've had hell i don't even know what the hell we were arguing about you know right because it just means nothing you know which, which brings up a good segue to what you said also was you you have found out how to be the best team yeah you, know, you the, the best team for oh, yeah. your space your 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 household you know what i'm saying right. you play a position she plays a position and y'all are like oh, yeah. the green oh, team yeah. you know what i'm saying Oh yeah, nobody can touch you. You know what I'm saying? In your household, so I think that's a good, a good piece that everybody could also take away. Also, is like to be the best person or the best team for your house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because like hundred percent. 
hundred percent. And then what you do is, and so our whole thing is we want to try to help, you know, create like the best, because it, it starts with the family, right? Mm -hmm. Think about it. it. It's, it's, it's deep. You, you, you know, you got to have a strong family so that it creates a, a stronger community. You see what I'm saying? Right. And then you have stronger children because mm -hmm. they can start to see that you, you don't necessarily have to be like this. You can be yourself. You know, that's the thing about society. They, they set it up to where they have these expectations because that's what had me stumble and trip and, and fall right. plenty that's of times when we first got married. Because I'm right. thinking that, oh, I'm right. Because society says this is how it's supposed to be. Right. This is how the movies and everything else in the world depicts what marriage life should be like. And that's bullshit. It's not right. the way it is. It's that's not right. the real you know, you got to be able to adapt to all types of circumstances. You know, there's tons of things that can happen, you know, to any of us. You feel me? Mm -hmm. You can be working at a job for Lord knows how long, and they just decide they're going to furlough all the people. Right. How do you adapt to that? Absolutely. If you're not a strong team, your teammate may not be there to pick you up. So you got to always be strong because we don't know what's going to come our way. That's right. That's right. Man, you, you, you spitting knowledge. <laughs> you are. I mean, just think about it. Just even last year with the COVID situation, you know, exactly. how, many, how exactly. many jobs downsized and yeah. you, know, you may have had one or both people who yeah. were out of, out of jobs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, I don't know what that statistic is as far as uh, divorce or separation or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm sure during it changed that time, the landscape. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm sure people were had to be you right there together, and, and yeah. you had to, you know, really decide. Hey, are we really compatible? You know, and I think for for me, it it I loved it. You know what? When I was out, look at my job, they had us set up on because when COVID hit back around March of 2020, somewhere right. around March April ish, we had um, like a a split schedule where we had half the sales team would work one day and you work every other day of the week and during that time it was incredible for me because I, it made me realize that i need more time with that woman mm -hmm. i cherish that time man i literally look my mother she was at my house because of all the stuff going on i just wanted her to be close right. so she was there so what me and crystal would do is we get up early in the morning and we just take a morning walk every morning that i was here we get up early in the morning my mother had the kids we walk around the whole neighborhood and do a morning walk. And I, I figured out why everybody gets up early in the morning when they retire and walk around the neighborhood as spouses. Because we had a chance to really talk and reflect on, you know, our lives, experiences we had. I mean, it was just, it was just quality time that we never had. We never got up at like 7, 8 o'clock in the morning and just get up and start walking, you know? That's so it, it was good for us. Yeah, so, absolutely. So that's, that made me see that, hey, I got to, I got to, spend more time with this woman because you know i'm working all day i come home and she was doing the same thing you know and it's now she works from home which is good she's with my kids more but you know having that time with each other is important making that time is important but, i realize know, how much you know i miss her that's right oh you yeah make time for what you want man you do that's right yeah so i'm gonna go ahead and jump into the question number three which is now that uh basically do you have any insight input or uh, anything that you would like to say or help. So the question is, now that you have been married for going on 15 years, is there anything that you would like to give advice to people who are thinking about marriage, who are in a marriage, or somebody, or a group of people who may be even be thinking about separation? 
what, what would you say? Well, what I would tell them is the one thing that you that you you don't know is there's a, well we've seen it on TV people talk about it. There's an eighty twenty thing, right? Things that you see, that person you're with, you you were with them for a reason. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing is, you know, they you know in the Bible it says you know what God puts together let no man separate. Maybe if people are looking at that kind of thing, maybe they need to reevaluate who they're around. You know. Mm-hmm. Because God put you together for a reason. It's a, it's a, it's deeper. It's a spiritual thing. So you can see the most beautiful person on the planet, right? Right. And whoever the most beautiful woman is on the planet, to me, she's nothing. You can meet people all the time, and they're not that person that you marry. Because it's, it's when you, when you're married, you're gonna get old together. That relationship, that bond you have with that person it's not the same all, all, all the time. You know, you may think that, you know, maybe this person, it, it, you got to give people chances. You know, you have to grow together. Yeah. Me yeah. personally, me and Chris, we've had ups and downs in our marriage, but at the end of the day, I think about all the stuff that she's done for me. When I look at my kids, I got two kids. My little girl looks just like her. And you know, my son started to look more like her. But the thing is I would, I would always make them think about what it was that drew them close to that person from the get go. Because I think we forget. Oh, yeah. So a lot of times, me and Kristen, we'll sit back. We'll look at all the things we've accomplished together, right? We talked about how we were um, thinking, like, once, you know, we just got out of college. I was, you know, most of us, we weren't, unless she was, like, a, a, a dentist or a pharmacist, you weren't, like, making, like, you know, six figures and plus, you know, when you come out of, out of college even. So I would, I would suggest to them to, to, to definitely get, you know, counseling. You know, me and Chris, we talk about it, but we've never actually done it. We've never done marriage counseling. Never. I'm just being honest. We've never done that. But what we have done is we've sat back and we've talked. Right. We always talk about what it is that that person expects from each other. Right. Right. I think having those real conversations can sometimes reveal that maybe you don't have a problem in your marriage. Maybe you just aren't giving each other enough time. Maybe you have to realign yourself. You know what I mean? Because me and Chris, we, we've had to recalibrate plenty of times. You feel me? We've had to re-sit back and be like, hey, I love you. You love me. I know that we're, we're, we have goals together. Let's reevaluate what it is. Is there something I've done that I, you probably, I think we need, to, we need to look at our expectations. Because think about it, over time, you become a different person. Right. And I think with, with me and Kristen, like the times we, what we've had problems is, is where we would keep holding on to past transgressions you see what i'm saying and just it's like a big bowling ball or like a big old you know just keep kicking that ball down the road and just keeps getting bigger and bigger and see that the problem with a lot of people is they never forgive and move on instead every time that argument comes up you're talking about something that happened before and you're keeping you know you're trying to make that person be the same person they were and so for me I would say just, you know, think about it. Think about it. So so let me ask you a question then. So how do you approach that situation with, with your wife? So you need to have a conversation because something is on your mind. How do yeah. you how do you approach that situation? How do you bring it up to, to, to start that conversation? About potentially separating. Well, no, 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 not not separating. Just about like if you have something that's that, that's bothering you, and you you need to bring it up to let her know that hey, this is bothering me. How do you bring that conversation up? 
I would, I would, what I always typically do is I'll tell, I'll tell my wife like, Hey, um, I just need to talk to you about this. I feel like it's, you know, this is something that, you know, I, I'm hurt. I'm disappointed. I'm not angry. I'm just a little disappointed. And I, my expectations was this and, you know, I just, you know, need to talk. Okay. And then we start talking about whatever it is that's bothering us. And I say, well, I think being vulnerable is the thing for me. What I've learned to do is because I was always whenever there was a situation where I was hurt, I would respond with anger. Right. Instead of actually just being vulnerable with my wife and just telling her, hey, I love you. I know you love me. This hurt me, you know, and I think for her seeing the genuine feelings of me come through it, it just it took down her guard because if I'm hurt about something and I come with this aggression and this anger towards her, right. her right. automatic response is to put be in protection and put right. that wall up. Yeah. So what what I I've learned to do and it, it's crazy. It was like a light bulb popped on. I'm like, oh shit, you know, <laughs> it's me. You feel me? I figured out that hey. Because she's vulnerable with me. You know, there's times where maybe she wasn't vulnerable. She may come at me with anger because I hurt her, you know, right. uh, something I may have said, you know, about some situation or, you know, we're all sensitive to different things. You know, we right. don't know what it is. You know, certain things may hurt your feelings. You don't even think it would. Right. You know, like literally um, my wife told me, I think it was last week. She said, um, Harper says you don't pay attention to her. Mm. And I didn't think some her it hurt me. I was like, shit. Right. I was right. like, man. I, it, it hurt me because I felt like I wasn't being a good father to her. And I'm like, I gotta take her out and do something fun. So right. I took her bowling. And she, you know, we went bowling <laughs> on Friday. She enjoyed herself. You know, we all as a family enjoyed ourselves, but for her, it was a big deal. You feel right. me? Right. And so me being like, you know, heard about the situation, I I just. I, I told Chris and I was like, hey, you know, that really hurt me for her to, to say that. I for her to understand, I think really being able to express yourself with your spouse, once you get to that point, you're in the best place ever. Yeah, I think that for, for me, yeah. I'm I'm still learning that. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm still learning that. <laughs> <laughs> I I know that, you know, I and I think hey, it part, took me about it took me about what 13, 14 years. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a good that's a good thing though that you, yeah. that you figured that out. And yeah, and I say that because I think that like like you said, most men will come to that that conversation with aggression and yeah, not with anger sometimes, but with a lot of aggression because you know we're forceful, I would say. So yeah. You, you can't all you can't come to the conversation like that and I, no. I think that that's one thing that i am actually also learning myself that's why i'm asking yeah. you questions also we gotta be just so we to learn as well yeah because the, the reality is they're our queen and we can't bring that king spirit to them if we're in warrior mode right because the reality is men we're warriors we're out here and no matter what happens in this world, we're, we're going to be here to stand tall for our spouses. That's, that's what we're here to do. We're the men. At the end of the day, that is our job. That is our natural, uh, you know, that's our natural energy anyway. So the, 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 the key is, is being able to 
come back to your king spirit when you're in your home mm. and come into your queen with respect and just allowing her to see that, hey, you're human too. Because I think for a Christian, for a, lot, a long time in our marriage, she didn't think I had any type of, like, she just thought I was just, I was like, I'm not Superman. I have feelings too. Sometimes, right. I, you know, I'll tell her, hey, I'm not Superman. I, I can, my feelings can get hurt just like anybody else, right. you know? I, and I can, I'm, you know, I'm just human. And I'm going to make mistakes too, you know? I think the biggest thing for me too is 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 being able to, to for me and Christian is to be able to, to just say, hey, I was wrong about this. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, you know, being able to really, truly apologize to each other genuinely in, in situations is it, it, it helps because, you know, you're a team at the end of the day and nobody's going to be perfect at the end of the day. And it's just really a matter of growing. I pray to God all the time for him to help me and Kristen to grow together. That is one of my prayers. Yeah. Every morning, like I'm in the shower. I pray in the shower. I tell Kristen, like you hear some talking and mumbling and stuff in the shower. I'm just praying, you know, it's just what I do. I right. feel like it's the best thing to do because I'm cleaning my body off, cleaning it, you know, and it's kind of like I'm presentable yeah, like, to the, the most right, high. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? No, so I then I, I'm presentable to God. So I'm praying and I'll pray and I'm always praying for different things. But that's one of the main things that I always make sure that I focus on is, is just, you know, asking, you know, you know, God to help me to be the best man I can be instead of me praying to him to make her better. I'm praying to him for him to make me a better husband, mm-hmm. a better father for my children, you know, to just to be a stronger person, a better friend. You know, I pray for all those things. I pray for my everybody, man, Good, because good. the world needs that right now. Oh, absolutely. Oh, man, yeah. I, I tell you, man, you that, that 15 year wisdom is kicking in, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm always here. You know, you my role, dog. I was, I was telling his brother yesterday, I was like, he was he was an alpha. His mom ended up buying a, a car. And I, I was telling him, I'm like, man, I'm like, I have some of the most interesting uh conversations with your with your brothers, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I told him like uh, I was just trying to put him in the mix. And he, you know, you know, stay close in that bun because you got That's some right. good brothers. That's oh, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. So so I know I, I I appreciate everything that you've that you've said thus far. And um, you've answered the three questions, so I want to open it up for open discussion right now. So, um, yeah. is there anything else that you would like to, to to discuss and talk about related to you know marriage and 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 men and and growing and 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 whatever? I think that with with just in general with, with marriage, man, I, I think you know people surrounding themselves, you know, with with people that are the same. I think it's important, you know. That's one of the things I've heard so much. It's like, you know, because I, I, I'll say to my wife all the time, I'm like, because it may be situations where we think like, oh, my God, my friend down the street, this marriage, they would never have this fight about this or that. I think whenever married couples are able to be around each other and just hang out and just, you know, continue to thrive together, you start to see that, hey, we all the same. We all in the same type of situation. You know, we're all married. We're all trying to create the best team the best families together but when you have all these people together you can continuously you know grow and you know you know talk about experiences you've maybe had that were the same right you know and it makes it better because my best friend he came to me my best friend Jelani he's like ex he came to me and he was like um him and his wife Nikki 
Uh, they live in Cincinnati. They ended up having a miscarriage years ago before they had their kid, right? Before they had, they've got two beautiful kids now. But I think the first time around, they had a miscarriage. And then immediately I, I came at them and I said, you know what, Jelani, if I could do anything different after having that miscarriage, I would try again. We would have tried again a lot sooner mm-hmm. because I had no idea the pain that my wife went through for those many years. She told me years later what happened to her and kind of how it, she, she felt like she was worthless and that she wasn't strong enough to create my, my child, to carry my, my child for her. Mm-hmm. It made, she felt like a failure. You know what I mean? And it wasn't until maybe, you know, four or five years later that we actually ended up actually trying again, you know, but she had to carry that burden and that weight and that guilt and that shame. And she felt that she wasn't, it was the scariest thing for her because she felt like, well, what if I'm, what if I fail again? What if I'm not able to have a child? What if I have another miscarriage? You feel me? And so I said to her, I wish we would have tried a lot sooner. So she wouldn't have had to carry that. Was that conversation brought up by you or oh by her? It was her. It okay. was her. She just came out one day and just really revealed it to me. Just okay. some of the things that was hurting her. Cause I was trying to figure out because she, you know, it, it was it was a small amount of depression. It could have been a great amount. I mean, I, I wasn't in her head, so I don't really yeah. know. But but you could tell something was going on. I could tell something was off, but I even right. said it to her. Cause so what was happening is something was off. Right. And I said to her, I'm like, what's going on? You know, we sat down and we talked. And I was like, we good. I mean, I'm doing this, you're doing that. You know, what's, what's, what's bothering you? And then it was, it was a child. Mm-hmm. And so we had already had my son, but she still had that weight because we hadn't had that dialogue. Right. So maybe a, not even a couple of years after that, or maybe a year later, hell, we was like, we're going to have another kid. There mm-hmm. comes Harper, <laughs> you know? And so it's just, you know, for me, I felt really good knowing that she was willing to open up to me about that. And it really enlightened me on how, you know, you never know, even your spouse, you don't even know the, you know, the burdens they carry. You don't right. know what they're dealing with. You know, right. it's just like when you meet somebody like, or someone that you work, you don't know what people are really going through, you know? And well, so, for, it's good. yeah. For, like you said, it's good for couples to get together and have these type of conversations. Oh, it is, 100%. You know, the men go to another room or yeah. know, we're talking on the phone or we even go have a cigar like we do. You yeah. Know like, well, hey, well, me and you, man, hey, yeah. that's some of the best time. Dude, I feel like I was back in college. I was the guys again. <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah. You know, we had real conversation, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You was talking about, you know what I'm saying, economics and, and, and yeah. generational wealth and everything. And oh, you know, 100%. Oh, yeah. It's, it, was, it was good. But like you said, it was about coming together with like-minded people and people who mm-hmm. are married who you can also relate to some different oh, things. Yeah. So, you know, we're not in high school or college no more. We're not talking about running to the club. We're talking about generational wealth or how we can make our kids lives better. Yeah. And the grandkids. Exactly. <laughs> she was like, man, I'm trying to get my grandkids. He was these bypasses kids. Like, right. You know? But so, that's no, what it's about. Ab- absolutely. So I, I I definitely agree with that. You know what I'm saying? If you are are married and you hanging around a bunch of single people, stop that. It's not good. Like with me, I can't even do it. Yeah. Like seriously, I can't. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know? You're on two different wavelengths. Yeah. We I'm on some other, you know, it's not until people get into that position where they understand like how it's like your time is limited. Mm-hmm. It's my, you know, your time, my my time is limited. Like I'm giving them every little ounce of extra space and time I have 
Hell, I don't feel like I'm giving him enough time. Right. right. You know what I mean? But when I got a chance to to do brotherhood, I got you got to take care of yourself too. Right. We all need need that. Like my wife, she she need to get some brunching in. I need to get some cigars in. We all <laughs> got to get you know some of that. You know. Right. That, that time with our, with our, with our uh, you know, our friends. Yeah, but, but at the same make, time. A reset sometimes, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Good. Uh, any, anything else you'd like to share? I think just, Hey, keep dating your wife. Keep dating your wife. No. We're coming up on our 15-year anniversary, and I want to make it special for my wife. So um, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure it out right now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where exactly. I want to. I just want to make it, you know. Memorable. Memorable. You know? Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, you know, that, that's all we got is our memories, man. All that's you right. know, everything, you know, that's that's what matters is 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 the experiences. And you know, that's that's what I look back on. Yeah. So for me, I'm just really focusing more on how I can continue to date my wife and continue to be, you know, the best, you know, husband I can be for her. No, I I like that the, the continue because I think that's a, a common theme also as I'm talking to other other men is that you know saying continue to to date your wife and and, I, and, and, support, I share, and to support them in oh, their absolutely. dream and you i share also i think you know i fell off the bandwagon too you know as far as dating goes you know we all like you said we all get complacent at some point but then sure, we all did i did too yeah so we got to get yeah. back up i got i have to get back to that i'm not gonna lie but i think that one of the things that i did before i got married is you know some people you know they pray for a wife or they prayed to meet their wife or whatnot. So a long time ago, I was living in Mississippi and working in, in Mississippi. And there was a guy uh, who told me, hey, man, if you ever, if you're ready to settle down, you should write to your wife. And I thought that was like profound beyond me at the time. But then he said, no, that's wow. what I did. And, I, and God blessed me. He said, I think wow. you, you should do that. <laughs> so, so for like, Couple, a couple of years, I can't remember exactly how long it was, but I, I, I got a journal and I started writing as I was writing to my wife. Uh, wow. And then whenever me, I met LaShan, we got engaged and I presented her with that journal. Oh, that's dope, and, dude. and then she read it. But I mean, as, as I'm having these conversations with different men, yeah. and even as you just brought that up to say, you know, remember to date your wife. Um, it's, it's, it's bringing back to me and, it, and I'm, I'm hosting these episodes mm -hmm. of, of men in marriage but it's also revelations to me to remember what i did right before i got married so right right like, i'm checking myself as well you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so no I, I definitely appreciate your your input yeah anything that you're saying. you know what the thing is is we just to add to that man is is we, we got to remember see the thing is it's so easy for life to have you forget that woman you met and you love. And as, as she ages, and you're going to age too. We all do. You married them for their soul, for that energy, for that inner person. That's what we're, that's what I'm, that's what I love. I explain that to Kristen. I love you. Mm -hmm. You know, she, she'll say, oh, I'm getting, oh, my weight's not what it was when you met me. Like, look at me. I ain't just, you know, I'm right. getting old too. You, you know, but at the end of the day, what you got left is that person. It's that mind. Sometimes, and, and I, I explained to my, my wife last week, I'm like, I just need to hear you. I need you just to listen to me. When I'm stressed or something going on at work, it's a lot of pressure. You know, me just picking up the phone and hearing her voice and talking to her, it soothes me. Right. It puts me back at peace. Right. She's, she, 
and I can discuss anything with her and she puts things in perspective. You feel me? There's right. things that are happening to me in life and situations and I'm unsure of how I should handle it. I call my wife. And no, whatever that conclusion that me and her come to, I'm okay with that decision that I make based mm -hmm. on that conversation with my teammate. Right. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, I feel like it, hey, I'm with her. You know, we we just doing what we can, you know, right. we, we together in this race, you know, and that's what it's about. We, you know, that's my teammate. Nice. So no matter what, you know, we're going to work through everything together. I love it, man. I love it. Oh, yeah. So let's to, to sum all of this up and package this up and try to tell me if I get anything wrong. So what I gathered was uh, you're, you're being a better for each other. You're, you're, right. you're trying to be the best teammates together so you can, you know what I'm saying, just take over the world, basically. Yeah, 100%. Um, what you accomplished together, you know what I'm saying, you're working to accomplish things together, like you said, um, say sorry, be vulnerable, uh, yeah. continue to date, yeah. Uh, do do whatever it is that you need to do to make sure that, you know what I'm saying, that they know that you love them and, and vice versa. Um, mm. if, if anything gets rocky, you know what I'm saying, counseling. Uh, if counseling and is I not think the, the biggest thing is remember who you met. Mm. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, if you met that, the woman or man that they become now are totally, they should be improved. If, if your marriage has gotten to the point it's gotten to, you, you both helped each other, you know, through so much. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times we forget because there may be a, 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 a situation where, we, you know, we don't agree on something right. and it's, and it's just, it's temporary. There's plenty of people I've met that have, look, I've sold cars to people that were married, got divorced. It got married back again. Yeah, I've known people like that too. <laughs> it's an unnecessary detour. Like, why did you even do that? Just work it out, you know? Right, right. It so, was probably could have been handled with a simple conversation. Exactly. And just, or just for me, I think what's helped me and, and Kristen is me learning to be more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because that is the thing. I was just way, I've always been like, maybe it's in my genes where my father was a hothead. You know what I mean? So I had to learn to humble myself in this world, mm -hmm. you know, and to literally just to be more vulnerable with, with others, you know, and not always be on guard, be, be willing to open up to people and allow them to help you. Right. Because that's what life's about. We all rely on each other. Right. We're all in this together, whether we like it or not. My, my issue is I, I, I dismiss people too quick. Like if, if, if we're not on the same page and I'm like, peace, deuces, like mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm that way is, is dismissive. I'm very dismissive. And that's a protection thing. It is. It's exactly what it is. And, and I brought that into. But you marriage. should protect your energy. That's another thing you do. Have, we do have to protect, protect our energy. Mm -hmm. We have to. So I can, I can understand that. You got to protect your energy. But like I said, but but you know, we're saying when you bring all of that into the marriage, then that's when you have to mm -hmm. learn how to you know peel back some of that stuff because yeah. you're 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 going into a marriage that you're going to spend the rest of your life with somebody, and you don't oh, want yeah. to be like that towards that person. Like you said, you want yeah. to be vulnerable. You don't want to yeah, just and it, always and that makes vulnerable. sense. What you said, that comment, what you made, it makes sense when you're out in this world. Yes, but your home and your kingdom. There's got to be vulnerability. There's got to be like, you know, 
dialogue. If you if you're not vulnerable with your your spouse, who the hell are you vulnerable with? I mean, think about it though. All right. You're up. Oh, it's like the whole world. It's like you're like this. You know what I mean? So for me, it was I kind of had to sit back and look at myself. I'm like, man, it's like I gotta let my wife know if if something hurt me. You know? Yeah. I can't yeah. just come at her with wrath, with anger. I have to come at her with love and, and just compassion. It's like it's I'm giving her my love by telling her that that hurt me. Mm-hmm. And because I love you, I want you to know that that hurt me. And I know that if if you love me, you would not want to hurt me. And so it just kind of keeps our relationship stronger. We've gotten stronger over the years because of that, just being vulnerable with each other. I wonder how many men actually come with that approach, like telling their spouse, hey, you hurt me when you did X, Y, and Z. Because they're not going to do it because they're thinking, oh, you see something on TV where these dudes is all hard and all this. Them hard dudes, they ain't got, they the ones that's divorced or probably running around, you mm-hmm. know, with eight, 15 women and still hurt. Mm-hmm. They all hurt in their feelings, you know, don't, and they treating women bad because they, they feel hurt. this hurt and they don't right. know how to express themselves. Right. It's it's a it's not being able to you know to communicate effectively. That's uh-huh. the issue that people have in marriage. It's communication problems. It ain't got nothing to do with them loving each other. It's just they don't know how to convey their feelings in a way to where it's understood by their their spouse. It's like a like a child who's learning their feelings and their emotions. They don't know how to express themselves, yeah. so they act out. Yeah, that's exactly it. So yeah. you're acting out, you mad, I'm going to shut the door. I'm going to go right. do this. I'm going to go to the club. I'm going to go hang out. You know, I'm going to do this these girls. And it, it has nothing to do with what you should be doing. Right. It's literally just, it's like a, a detour to, you know, facing your, your spouse. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. That's what yeah. helped me though, man. But this has been uh, good. This is the this great made, I love how you did the, uh, how you, you, you wrote. I love that. That's crazy. That's so, awesome. So, so, uh, Brother Xavier, how, how can people get in contact with you? Oh, you already know. I'm at Mercedes-Benz Music City. You can call me. My work line is 615-525-2085. And, of course, you can look me up on on uh, Instagram or any of my other uh, sites. If you're uh, looking for a vehicle, um, I'm, I'm your guy. I'm your Mercedes guy. He's the guy. He's, he's the Mercedes king around here (laughs) (laughs) all all i do is i help sell i help people celebrate their success i try to explain that to people all the time i'm I'm just helping people celebrate that's all we do yeah absolutely and i I love to see everybody succeed and i I appreciate your time this evening i appreciate appreciate you having me man i appreciate you 15 years of wisdom you drop some gems and i hope some people will be able to listen to this and and we'll be able to take some a couple of things the way I know I did. Um, if anybody, I definitely to... took quite a bit from you. I, I, <laughs> I, there's a lot of stuff, man. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, uh, you definitely, uh, you know, when I, you're you're a lot you're farther ahead than I was at seven years. I put it like that in terms of, you know, where I was in our marriage at seven years. But um, you know, all we can do is just keep keep helping each other be better. That's right. That's right. That's so what it's about. This is men in marriage. Uh, like and subscribe to our page or on any of our audio streaming platforms. Give us some feedback and let us know how we're doing. I'm here with Xavier Dart. 